Welcome to the Save Room, your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. As per usual, I'm Kevin. And I'm Daniel. And today we have a very special non-episode for you folks. Super special. Super special. We're going to switch it up. Ooh. Ooh, you like that one? I feel good The Save Room bait and switch. Oh. Well, you took it to a new level right there. I tried, you know. You're switching it up in my pants. That's all right. Today we're talking about the reveal of the Nintendo Switch. We're going to try and keep this episode short. Uh, We really want to just cover a few points here about what we thought, you know, impressions, what it is, and really what we'd like to see going forward. What it is, what it do, (laughs) for sure. So what it is, Daniel, let me tell you. Tell me about it. What I saw. Also, let's talk about for a second how... Oh, never mind. No, we're going we're gonna to get into it for sure. I just, I like what happened here this week where we had this sort of um, growing promotion for Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> that They had this whole perfect marketing strategy in place and a day-by-day reveal and then today, of all fucking days, they decided to drop like their first reveal trailer Totally swallowed up by Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo fucking stole the thunder. Oh, took the thunder and the horses. I'm glad they're taking something back. I mean, but they got a year out of the gate. I mean, this thing's coming. Oh, I, I knew that cat was going to do <laughs> that something. Cat's fucking shady over there with a the finger glove. I was chasing around Daniel's cat. Uh, now it's in the closet. It's playing with some sort of. Why does that finger glove have bells at the end of it? It's to tantalize and to play with the cat. <laughs> tantalize from a distance. So like, if you don't like them, like maybe clawing at your hand, you can do it from like a, a ten-inch distance. Awesome, fantastic. It's like a Freddy Krueger play glove. Well, listen up, Clementine. I've got some Nintendo news for you. So what it is? What they showed in the trailer? They haven't locked down uh, very specific details. We don't know pricing. We don't know sheer horsepower things like that yeah, but no what cpu we, or processing right what we do know it is a modular console it is essentially a tablet okay that docks into a base that base attaches to your tv you play games at home they look great 1080p but purportedly pretty normal Actually, they didn't yeah. really reveal that um i mean we're hoping that's what it's gonna be it should be right at this point and it has these snap-off controllers called joy con what the fuck <sighs> that one hurts I don't know who I need to like that. adopt like a new Nintendo dictionary for all the terms they've come out with over the past like decade. Oh god. I mean at least at least that wasn't some sort of deviant sexual term that they were naively naming their console sure. after. Yeah. Can you explain switch? <laughs> oh my god. Can you explain what being a switch is? Do we have to? Yeah, absolutely. The people demand it. Okay. They don't so want to since, hear about since this you had to bring console? this up for some fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Switching mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. I guess, like the BDSM community mm-hmm. is when you have a dom and you have a sub, right. and then on occasion they will switch roles. The dom will, in essence, become submissive for an evening, but then he'll go back to his previous role, or she, depending on, you know. And this is exactly what this console's all about. <laughs> <laughs> so, you have your dock, it's docked into your TV, you're playing games, wild, breath of the wild. You, you undock that bitch, and you're on the go with it. It can be anywhere. It's, it is a portable console. It is not... Actually, it's a console that's portable. It's not a portable console. No. It's more than that. So, so the selling point is that you can take console games on the go with you, and you have so many options for these Joy-Cons, too. So they can snap onto the sides. They can attach to the sides of the actual tablet, mm-hmm. and you can play it like a normal handheld. It looks like a big old Vita. Yeah. Or, you or can, like the Wii U tablet. Exactly. Or you could, well, it doesn't look like a Tonka toy. It actually looks like a like a real piece of technology, okay. actually. So you detach your Joy-Cons. Oh, God. I'm never going to get over that. <laughs> and you can play wirelessly with them. You could 
There's a little kickstand on the back of the unit itself, so you can kickstand it up, be playing fucking game on a plane. Prop it up, put your feet up. On a train, uh, on your way to get some brain, whatever you need to do. <laughs> and then at home, of course, you have a few options with your Joy-Cons. There is the Joy-Con grip, which looks like kind of like a... It looks almost like a bulky controller setup. It looked mm-hmm. like a giant Dreamcast of the future kind of controller. Okay. But it, it, it had like this green little light going on in the trailer. It seemed like maybe that it was like a charging dock of some sort. I wasn't quite sure what was going on. Again, they didn't lock down these details. It was no. just this big old extravagant video of uh, millennials playing fucking video games on the go. I'm That's sure great. when they do like a Nintendo Direct, we will know more in detail. Which, nothing announced yet. They have to announce something. Apparently they're going to have a shareholders meeting, uh, I think like Tuesday. And usually they announce these things to the shareholders before they give them to the public. Um, and then, uh, if you don't like using Joy-Cons, if it embarrasses you, embarrasses you to use Joy-Cons... It might embarrass me a little bit. They, it does. They have the Switch Pro Controller, kind of like the Wii U Pro Controller, so you can play your traditional games on there. Mm-hmm. So, the, the big headline here is that it's a portable console. You play console-quality games. They're showing off Zelda Breath of the Wild... They showed off like a new NBA or maybe the old NBA, whatever mm. the fuck. They showed off uh, what looked like an update to Mario Kart 8. Yes. And an update to Splatoon. Because people are like, there's some features in Splatoon that are, like, aren't in Splatoon mm. that they're showing off. We saw what looked like a Skyrim Remastered. Yes, absolutely. Crazy. Which we're going to get into that, but that, that opens up a whole door where they're finally mending relationships with third parties, which mm. is something that both the Wii and the Wii U really dropped the ball on. Yeah. And then they showed what looks like a new Mario game. And yeah. from what we're hearing from rumors and leaks, I haven't said a goddamn thing. Uh, no, but people have seen this five-second clip of it, and they're fucking writing, like, ten-page dissertations about what they think <laughs> the new Mario is going to be. And it's like, dude, it was just a clip. Like, don't What the new Mario it. means to them. Like, how it reestablishes yeah. the genre. No, it looks cool. It looks like yeah. a throwback to the old platforming of, like, maybe Mario 64. Right, right. It looks more like that. like that, more more in line with Sunshine 64 mm-hmm. than it does, like, uh, Mario 3D Land yeah. or, or even Galaxy. Or Galaxy, yeah. So that, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, what, what's your beat on this? We that That's what it is. What do you feel about that? What's your initial reaction to this, this console? Dude, it was the first thing I saw when I woke up this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was all over my fucking Twitter feed, and um, I watched it, and I think it was the first time I got excited for a Nintendo console, I don't know, since like maybe when they first previewed the Wii. Mm-hmm. And even then, I was excited for it, but then when I got my hands on it, I was less than enthused. But I feel like there will be a bridge here where I'll be excited at this point, and then when it actually comes out and I can get my hands on it, that excitement will be maintained. There's a lot of cool things to expect from it, and a lot of things that I saw from it that I really enjoyed. Right. At face value, I actually love the idea. Yeah. Like, like you were saying, I honestly haven't been excited about Nintendo anything since GameCube. And even the GameCube was kind of like, uh, I'm in last place when it comes to the console war. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I had great, great time with the GameCube for what it was. Had no interest in the Wii. I didn't like the motion technology. I was like, no. I don't... It was such a gimmick to me. It was so gimmicky. And the Wii was even worse. I was like, I don't want to play on your Tonka toy tablet. I think Sorry. those two systems really established that I'm not big on external hardware for systems, especially in terms of controllers. Like, I want just a basic controller of sorts. Right, and this is kind of a back to that roots where it's like, no, no man, it, it's not It's not this super convoluted thing. Like, yeah, you can do, it's versatile, it's modular, but it's not necessarily like, you know, there, there's no accelerometer on it where you're like waving around and, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the core gimmick, while it is a gimmick, it's a really good gimmick. Yeah, I think so. It's a really cool gimmick. I'm really attracted to the idea because, you know, I travel a lot. You do. I would love to fucking, like, take my Zeldoff game. I think it's Zeldoff, right? <laughs> uh, on a plane or, you know, when I'm in a hotel room and it's like, you know, someone's lording over the TV. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, fuck, I got my my 
uh, Switch. I'm not going to get used to Switch. That's no. I'm sorry. I don't Especially because like we've known it as the NX for like months I, l- now. I still like the NX, man. Because even the abbreviation is the NS. Oh, come on. Give me NX. Yeah. Please. So I think it's pretty cool. Um, My thing with the portability is I think it's a really cool concept. I don't think it's going to like issue Nintendo's handheld device market by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's only going to kind of expand what they're going to do with this system. Um, I've always been more of a console in front of the TV sort of gamer. Um, and I don't necessarily think it's going to make me want to play this system anymore outside of my apartment. Um, especially because the games that I'm going to expect from it, like playing games like Zelda or even Skyrim, like I'm not going to want to play those incrementally. Like I don't want to play those for like 10 minutes at a time or on my break at work. Like, no, I want to play those for like fucking hours at a time. So this, this starts on the path of like, Okay, so this was a cool reveal. Mm-hmm. I think the messaging was pretty good. Even yeah, it was. It's very vague, to be honest with you. It's vague about what it really, really is, and what, or more so, the details behind the scenes that could make this all fall apart. So one of the issues would be, uh, it needs to have a good standby feature because, like, like it you does. said, you don't want to play Zelda in ten minute increments. But same, thing, so you don't have to worry about saving the game or pausing or anything. Mm-hmm. You want it to have a feature like the 3DS, where it's a snapshot, and you guess, or something similar to what the PS4. Uh, does where you go into standby mode and then you can just pick up the game like mm-hmm. right away. Those need to be things that are uh, uh, pretty much nailed down. We also need to hear about the battery life on this thing because it's yeah. it's supposed to be a high definition screen. No exact details, but it's supposed to be high def and that takes some power, dude. It does. So we need a battery life that's like I would say five six hours. If it's less than that, then it's like ooh, that's yeah. eh, not so. Good. It's really gonna burn out the experience quick. Pretty much. And at the moment, like you said, we don't know what sort of screen it's no. going to be. We don't know if it's LCD, LED, or anything like O-L-E-D. that. OLED. OLED. Yeah, we have so no idea. We don't know the output that it's going to have and how quickly it will even eat through a battery. Right. We don't know if there's going to be a resolution loss. That uh, was my big concern mm-hmm. because I know we're going to be getting at least 1080p for like um, TV streaming. Um, but I, I don't know if there's going to be a drop when it comes down to you know actually having it on the go because it's going to be a smaller screen, obviously. Um, like you discussed with me, there's not going to be necessarily like frame rate issues. Yeah, there's not going to be a power drop because that's dependent on the console, and the console is the tablet. Exactly. You know, it, it's not relying on that dock for extra power in any sort of way. It really is just this transitional device. It's just a dock, mm-hmm. and I maybe it attaches to the TV in that way. Like maybe there's HDMI's going into the dock. We haven't really seen. I think that's. I think that's something I saw where it actually connects from the base to the TV or whatever device you're using. Okay, right on. So, so yeah, so it, there, there's no actual computational power going on with that dock. Okay. okay. Fair. You know? So it should run pretty smoothly when you're playing on the go. It should, mm-hmm. but we need some deets. That's what that's that's what we're uh, kind of shy of right mm-hmm. now. Uh, some other kind of problematic issues that could be something about storage is a big one. We've gone to cartridge-based games, but more similar to like an SD card uh, sort of deal. So very similar to what 3DS uses. So a lot of people are like, well, does that mean the console is going to use like SD cards, standard SD cards, mm-hmm. kind of like 3DS? And I think we, you said Wii U used that as well? Yes. I know that we did. Uh, so we, we're going we're to need some pretty good storage on this device too, and especially be the ability to use some of these bigger, higher-end SD cards like you know, that go up to what? I think they go up to uh, almost a damn near terabyte these days. It's crazy. But we need it. Because like, imagine, if these games are comparable, and, and again, we don't know anything about the horsepower, but it's... Almost obvious that it's not going to be as powerful as a PS4 or Xbox One. It it just doesn't seem likely, especially for a mobile device. So it still takes a lot of data to download some of these games. It and, does. And there's such a big push towards a virtual console on Wii U. So that's that's one of the first things that needs to be addressed. Like 
right off the gate. Like storage. Mm-hmm. What What do you think would be like the bottom um, amount of storage that that console mm-hmm. would have? Maybe like one twenty gig. Uh, if it had internal storage, mm-hmm. uh, well, there's no room for a hard drive, so it would have to be some sort of like you know little SD card, basically. That's true, actually. I think the base they could honestly be like, oh, it's only thirty two gigs. But as long as it is uh, something you could switch out, and as long as it's something not proprietary, like mm. those bullshit memory cards that Vita use, mm. then I think we're in the clear. That might be okay. But if they tell you, like, oh, yeah, by the way, you need to get a Nintendo SD card, fuck you. Yeah. I hope they learn from what the Vita did wrong. Because this is what this is. It's like the, the, the dream of the Vita realized, in my mind. Console experience on the go. And they tried so damn hard with that Vita, but they just... Mixed messaging, bad timing... And just a bad lineup of games that just stop supporting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's going to be completely different because Nintendo has a of different course. ecosystem, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> so one thing that we were talking about earlier is that third-party games are back on board. They released a pretty yeah, it's pretty extensive fucking list. <laughs> and some of these names had me really, really excited. Oh my god, uh, name a few there. To see Bethesda games on mm-hmm. a Nintendo console, that's that's unheard of. <clears throat> yep, like, that's a new first. partnership. Like that's that's, that's amazing, and I can only see that going in like good directions. Um, Square Enix. Right. That's a cool one for me. To see Final Fantasy games um, that aren't like Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Like to see an actual like numerical iteration like see like Final Fantasy 15 on your Switch. Like yeah. that'd be so cool. <clears throat> to see Final Fantasy come home even though uh, they abandoned Nintendo because of cartridges mm-hmm. back in the day. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? We need we need discs for FMVs and all this shit. Like, Alright, see you Nintendo. I mean, sure, I mean, if you look back to where Final Fantasy got its start, it was on like what the original Nintendo original Nintendo yeah so yeah. that's cool <clears throat> the Famicom if you want to get but, yeah the Famicom if you want to get touchy so a lot of these developers uh, and publishers I should say kind of jump ship uh, toward the tail end of the Wii generation and definitely the Wii U they're like we're not going to do it so they got EA uh, back in the game here yeah <laughs> it's in the game we got uh, Capcom of course Capcom's always going to develop for yeah. whatever the fuck they've always had a good working relationship especially with Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. So and, and with <clears throat> Wii U and I, before that actually with the Wii, um, Okami and other games of that nature. Beautiful yeah, the job. port of Okami was on there and that was great. Um, oh no, no, GameCube had the original uh, Beautiful Joe, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Beautiful Joe Three, man. It had launch Re- title. That's what it we had need. The original Resident Evil uh, <clears throat> remake. That's true. Yeah, they did a partnership deal with, uh, which was really just an ill-fated <laughs> partnership deal because I think uh, Resident Evil Four launched on the GameCube but sold like the least. Damn. Yeah, I know. So we got Konami on here, which, what the fuck are you going to make Konami? Uh, we got... Maybe a Castlevania game? <sighs> I don't know what they're going to do these days, dude. Uh, there's From Software, which That's is exciting. really interesting to see. But again, somebody pointed out, uh, one of the other press junkets pointed out, this doesn't really mean anything. It just mm-hmm. means like these are companies that were like okay with getting dev kits yeah. and... And, you know, saying they'll look into developing They're just port. talking, but there are no established right. deals at this point. These are not guarantees. This doesn't mean you're going to see Battlefield 1 on on the uh, Switch. Can we hope for it? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But from software, like, we're such big Dark Souls fans right now. Yeah, that it would be yeah. so cool to see that. Well, no, dude. We're going to see a kid-friendly Dark Souls. Hard hearts? You know? Hard hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Dark days. <laughs> you know? Take out all, all the horror from the game. What else uh, have we got on here? Mm-hmm. We have, um, where is it? We got Telltale. Which, that, that, that doesn't really tell me much. They, no. put, they put games on fucking everything. They put games on, like, calculators. <laughs> <laughs> they do, so, though. That's whatever. They need, update your fucking engine. 
that that's our PSA for this episode. I think we talk about that once an episode because we're so like engine. begrudged by how poor their engine is. Please update your goddamn engine. Um, Game Trust, which is the GameStop publishing house, right? And honestly, for this kind of experience where they're this hybrid handheld deal, I would love to see a game like Song of the Deep uh, on there like that. That'd be fucking great. Or, or or a game that you don't even like speak too highly of. Like, no, it would just be cool to get like a. Personally, I would want to see Headlander. Like, on the go. like yeah. that, that, That'd be pretty fucking neat. But I, I like that this opens up the doors so much, too. Especially, you can have a very thriving, uh, almost PSN-like... I mean, virtual console. They mm-hmm. have it. But it could be such a thriving place for different kinds of games, especially since people are open to the idea, well, I have technically a handheld, so well, let me try this out. This is cool. Yeah. These, some of these bite-sized games may do way better on this console. People may stop Eventually, getting them yeah. on their PS4 and just be like, well, I can keep on playing. Headlander 2 or mm. Song of the Deep on the go, and that's kind of what I wanted. This is what that game feels like. Mm-hmm. That would be fucking rad. Or games like Inside and Limbo. They would make sense. That's you know? true. The, 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 that side-scroller mentality seems to fit so well. We don't see a lot of indie support on Nintendo, so that would be cool to see Not developers as, as of yet. Of I'd love to see them open that, because, you know, obviously they're open to something because they're opening the doors back up to third party. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to go into a little more of let's see if i get any more notes on here so what we would love to see out of this console and my number one on the list my number one absolutely would be some sort of achievement trophy system yes i, I, know I don't know there how they're lagging in that race i know xbox uh 360 was it they were the first system to have any sort of like achievement system base and then ps3 kind of jumped on after that right um and Nintendo has kind of been behind in terms of like two consoles at this point. Seriously, you can call them like superstars, Mario dollars, Mario bucks, whatever you want to call something them. like that. Plumber tokens. Although we haven't really dipped too hard into the Wii U in that mm-hmm. library or, or any of that experience, so we don't know. Maybe there are some sort of ex- achievements. No, or no, actually, no, no, not no, even no. unlockables in no. any sort of way. No, 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 hmm. no. There's no achievements. Okay. Anymore. But yes, no, I, I would like to see that. I would like to see a more social gaming component to it where I can compare like my gaming achievements against my friends um, because that is such a big thing now and that's something that has kind of changed the way we game. And Yeah, just really the whole uh, online ecosystem needs to change because like, this passcode 56 character bullshit thing that they got going on for the online, too convoluted. I mean... I was talking about my uh, with my boss about the uh, reveal of the Switch, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how his son was trying to go online with the Wii, U, and he was just like, "This is too." He's like, he literally was like, "Go play with a tablet. This is too complicated, mm-hmm. even for a kid. Like, what the fuck is this?" They need to step up their game in that front, you know. And we need to learn a little bit more about what kind of Wi-Fi technology they're using in this device, because mm-hmm. especially it's like, okay, if I'm gaming on the go, well, I mean, I, I might need that. Yeah, it's gotta be pretty advanced, <laughs> you know. Like, is it comparable to what 3DS is doing? Mm-hmm. It, I think it should be better, more powerful. Um, but yeah, the whole online ecosystem, there really isn't one for yeah. Nintendo. There isn't one of any consequence, so that needs to be fixed right out of the gate. That, I feel like that's one of the first initiatives that they need to push. You know, Even if it is, seems like they're playing catch-up with the other guys, it's worthwhile to play mm-hmm. catch-up with the other guys. Stop, stop acting like if the only things worth doing have to be distinct to Nintendo. Like, no, f- fuck that, dude. Please. <laughs> you know? Um, another thing... I mean, the name itself lends to it, but Switch on Twitch. Yeah, we talked about this, how on Xbox One, PS4, 
there's such a huge streaming culture tied to that and with the Twitch apps and everything, and it would be cool to see Nintendo adopt something like that where you have like the 1080p capabilities and maybe potentially 4K, we don't really know. Um, it would be cool to see them have a streaming app to where you can stream your Nintendo games, especially if they're going to be a part of like a burgeoning like eSports scene as well. Right, they showed off in the trailer... Um... Uh, like an esports team playing Splatoon, mm-hmm. they're like playing it in the locker room. That was cool. Like they were kind yeah. of like put it like putting together blueprints and notes on their portable versions of the system, and then they want like yeah. the fuck. We're gonna go tear face out there. They come out of the locker room, they dock <laughs> their system. Like, let's go, let's beat these fuckers up. Yeah, then they play fucking Splatoon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, the cutting edge of the esports scene. So yeah. no, I, I would like to see a more um, social culture attached to the system as well as streaming. I think that would be cool. Yeah, they're again. They shouldn't feel shamed in playing catch up because these are worthwhile investments. Mm-hmm. These are these are where gaming's at. You already came out of the gate with something that looks sleek, that looks modern, that speaks to more than casuals or more so children. Mm-hmm. You already did that because you're showing me legitimate IP in that trailer. Yeah. You weren't showing me a fucking carnival games clone. <laughs> That's true. Okay, you or Wii Sports. Exactly. You weren't showing showing me kid shit. You were showing me like oh. The, these are games that I care about. Yeah. I mean, anytime you come out of the gate with Breath of the Wild and then follow up with Skyrim, yeah, I know you mean business. Yeah. It's okay. going to turn some heads and we're yeah. going to throw some dollars exactly. at Exactly. So, Nintendo, keep that fucking course. Mm-hmm. Keep that course. Keep on saying we're going to be different this generation. The fact that you dropped the Wii name shows me you have some sort of self-awareness that you're no longer like in that vacuum that was okay for Japanese mm-hmm. developers and publishers to be in in like you know 12 years ago. You know, it's like, we're in a vacuum, we're on, we're on top of the world, we're the best. No, no. <laughs> you're not, you know? You got to think outside that bubble. And I think this system has shown me so far, you are. Yeah. You're, th- you're thinking about the world now. Granted, like, I, in a lot of ways, and I've said this before, I feel like Nintendo is doing a little, it's too little too late, but they have the opportunity to catch up and kind of exceed our expectations with this. Start competing with the Western markets. Really bring Nintendo back into homes. So the big thing with that, with this competition... Um, I know we talk about yeah, the Power Cam match, PS4, no. especially with, with their the new iteration, Scorpio and PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. It can't do it. But they, then again, that's never been their MO. That's never been no. Nintendo to be like, we're going to be the most powerful out of the gate. Their no. thing has always kind of been like innovation. Innovation, quality. Yeah. That I get that, and I, you know, slow and steady wins the race. Keep on doing that, mm-hmm. okay? But we're going to get into make or break territory right here. Price point. Where do you want it at? Uh, I've seen it quoted anywhere between 250 and 400 at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, where was it? It was an article I was reading um, on Game Informer, and I'm going to quote this here. Uh, quote, according to Bloomberg, who spoke to analyst David Gibson from Macaray Securities, he believes that the Nintendo Switch will cost around $250. I think that's really low. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. I think that's a low ball, too. I think between 300 and 400 is safe, and I think that'll have people buying it like at launch, for sure. Right. I think 300 is that sweet spot that I would want to be aiming for hard. 300, it's like, okay, came out of the gate. 300, we're not 400, we're not 500. Like, you know, what uh, Xbox One initially was doing with trying to do the Kinect bundle and all mm-hmm. that. I think that was a death blow right out of the gate. And I think yeah. they saw that. I mean, there's no way that you're not going to pay attention to what happens to, the, to your competition. You know, I know they're all about, like, we're going to be so distinct and different. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. But I know you keep your eyes open. That's true. So pay attention to that. 300 is a sweet spot. 300 is that spot that tells me, you know what? I might day one this bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've never thought that. I haven't no. thought that about a Nintendo console in years. 
I actually haven't thought that about a console ever. I've never been inclined to get a console at launch, but I feel like if it's between three and four inches, this will be the first console I ever get at launch. Right. And I'm excited about it. Now, if these details, like the certain specs, what storage is doing, price point, if this all backs it up, then yeah, this might be a day one for me because 300 that's doable. But what uh, would you think that like a $400 bundle would come with? Like a game, maybe a pro controller? Exactly that. Okay. Just Hopefully that. that. You know, maybe an extra set of those stupid Joy-Cons. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, that's one way that we didn't mention. Uh, you can use those for multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Where so there's two of them, and they both have a joystick each. And I do like that they're off center, you know, kind of mimicking what uh, Xbox does. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> so you, apparently you can switch them out, or you, you can give one to a friend and be like, all right, now we're playing multiplayer. And like, that's only good for maybe like Mario Kart, but mm-hmm. you really can't go in depth with that shit. No, you're not going to get single-player experiences out of half of a controller. No. <laughs> so that's But I feel like they're going to tailor the games uh, appropriately to, you know, things like that. That makes sense. Yeah, some games right out of the gate may, may tell you, like, that's you can't do that. Mm-hmm. you got to get a pro controller. you got to get two pro controllers or whatnot. And I, I think that's a fine concession, honestly. I think so, too. If you can keep that system cheap, if you can keep it 300 bucks. So what would you like to see out of this system, Kevin? As far as games, anything or games, um, innovation, where they'll go with it um, in the next few years. Oh, well, like I said, there's a lot of catch up to play. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Wii U lost a lot of ground yeah. with this competition. Uh, I feel like it, it garnered a lot of ill will, but you know, Nintendo's always going to be a sweet spot for people. That's going to be uh, well a soft spot as well. Mm-hmm. So I want to see the online suite change. I want to see third party support. Do I expect them to get ports of like Battlefield One and fucking Arkham Knight or or what have you that's coming out? No, you know I, I don't expect Final Fantasy Fifteen to run on the damn thing. I okay? expect these ports, but I don't expect them to run as well as they would on their original consoles. I, I'll say that. I I'm not opposed to it having uh, a very like kind of closed off ecosystem when it comes to the types of games that it gets. You know, we're going to get our first party titles, absolutely. We might see a lot of remastered titles from mm-hmm. last generation, and that might be fine too, you know? Especially if they start remastering Wii U games that, you know, people kind of passed up because they didn't want to fuck around with the Tonka tablet. Sure. That makes sense too. But I don't want I don't want to go back to those Xbox, PS2, GameCube days where you get a dumbed-down version of the game. Or worse yet, the Wii days. Where 360 and PS3 were leagues above what the Wii was doing, mm-hmm. and then we got this really shitty edition of like Call of Duty Four, yeah, you know, or World like, at War, yeah. I'm just like, no, I don't <laughs> want to see that happen. I don't want to see like a horrible Call of Duty come out for the system. But they're like, well, you know, your kids wanted Call of Duty, <laughs> you know. I don't mm-hmm. want to see that. I'm, I'm fine with them, you know, cutting their own swath. That's okay. fine. Just be good at what you're doing. You know, I would love to see Metroid Prime. I'd, I'd, lo- I'd love to see. A new Donkey Kong, of course. You know, a new I, Castlevania. Absolutely, you know. For me, as much as this is about innovation and them kind of trying to take back the console arms race, I think it is a lot about them going back to their roots. Mm-hmm. As, as we saw in the controller, like you're, they're not tailoring to children. They're tailoring to like the more seasoned gamer, people like us. The things that we saw on there, like Mario, Zelda. Like I want to see them go back to those old franchises and really build on them from the ground up and do something original but also familiar with them. You know, it'd be a fucking uppercut, like an ab- an absolute slobber knocker of an mm. announcement. By the way, kids, uh, at launch, Mega Man Legends Three is back. <laughs> a fucking earth-shattering <laughs> announcement. Wouldn't hold my breath for that one, but it would be <laughs> no, cool. It would, it would be very cool. But I would love to see. Like, I would be fine with uh, 
the course that they're going with the kind of system that they're trying to to dish out into the market, I would love to see like a, an original Mega Man that's only on that con- mm-hmm. console. I would love that, like a 3D Mega Man where it's like shit. That'd be really rad. You need to get Nintendo again. You know, I I'm again I'm fine with them making that kind of round for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate exclusivity, and of course, you know, I want to go back to the whole like. Uh, let, let's put all games on all platforms kind of deal. That's great. Mm-hmm. But if they want to form an identity for themselves and be distinct, I think, yeah, you did it well with the hardware this time around, unlike last time. But also set that stake up through your through your actual games. Be like, you can't get this anywhere else. Go back to that Nintendo where it's like, shit, yeah, I need Nintendo, man, because, you know, I'm missing out on Donkey Kong Country 64 and GoldenEye and Perfect Dark. I mean, they had that with the Wii and the Wii U, but I feel like people were just so put off by the hardware and the peripherals. Yeah, they did really they really care have that? Like, I fucking... They did. There were still Donkey Kong. There were still, like, first-party Nintendo That's true. games that were really exclusive. That's true, but I didn't want to but... bongo blast with the fucking... the controllers. It was a tough time. It, yeah, it really was. It was a tough time. So I want to see a throwback approach, and I also want to see them do kind of two separate things, because I, I talk about the home console unit and the portable version of it, where I want to see them almost develop two different types of games, where you're going to have your longer, maybe 20 to 60 hour like RPG, mm-hmm. long-winded gaming experiences that you can get a lot out of, but I would also like to see them develop more like handheld-friendly games, you know, kind of games that they would develop for the 3DS that you can play on the go. You know, like it'd be cool to see a sort of console version of Pokemon that you can play on this handheld version. True enough. That you can play in those increments and feel comfortable with like, you know, playing it for 20 minutes, turning it off, coming back to it, playing it, turning it off, coming back to it and having that sort of cyclical like return nature to it. I will. I would see that's where I think it would be perfect for them to really like hunker down on that online store on Mm -hmm. the virtual console. And say, well, these type of experiences are going to come out on this. Mm-hmm. And there might be that separation in people's mind. Like, well, these are more handheld experiences. And then these are the, uh, then you go to the storefront for, like, the marquee titles. Mm-hmm. You know, that, like, I'm going to put 20 hours into this game, obviously. That would be cool to see them do that, you know? But I would, we'll like, see. I would like to see that. And then I would also like to see them kind of, like, absorb the mobile market. Yeah. And do something cool there. <laughs> the, the mobile market has it coming. You know, there, there's fucking millions of games, almost, <laughs> on Too like many. iOS and Android between the two of them. And there's no certification process for a bunch of these games. There, there, there's no standardization that Nintendo's always thrived on. It's always been like, well, that sort of thing. It needs that quality stamp uh, uh, from Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And I want, I want them to disrupt that market. I want them to, not to kill that market, but make it stronger. Weed out the shit, you know? So it'll be interesting, and it'll be interesting to see how they go with, like, all right, we have our own mobile machine, essentially, mm-hmm. and yet we're still putting out games on iOS. Like, how how do you really, like, combine those entities, and how do you make that a part of your same brand? I'd like to see where they, where they go with that going forward. That'd be cool. Um, but time will tell. I guess we'll have more substantial shit to talk about. That's true. I mean, we only got, Direct. we got a teaser trailer, we got yeah. Nintendo Direct, we don't know when that's happening, and right. apparently this is supposed to come out in March of 2017. Apparently. So. <laughs> apparently it is. That's what, five months away? I mean, I believe it. Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo moves in mysterious ways. They really know. do. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, the fucking things don't blow up in your hand. <laughs> we, we've had a little bit of that going around. Have we? The Samsungs? Oh, shit, you're right. Come on, man. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Come on, I'm being timely here. You are. You can't be timely yeah. with a guy who had a flip phone for six years. Holy shit. And only just recently got a fucking iPhone. burner. 
But I think that really covers it of what we can discuss. I think so, too. I mean, for three minutes of, you know, trailer. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) three minutes of trailer and then some random speculation all over the internet. We'll see. Maybe we'll hear something by next episode that we have out. Maybe. Which, save room, episode seven, next week. I mean, the last episode we put up, we had it still marked as the NX. And we're like, oh, there's going to be a reveal at some point. And then, boom, not even like 24 hours of us putting that up. This same comes same for Red Dead. Yeah. Oh, we think they're teasing Red Dead. And the fucking Red Dead announcement happened like the day it went up. God damn it. It happens. It happens. It'll only be so days. timely. But, Daniel, it's been lovely. I think so, too. I've been Kevin. And I'm Daniel. Remember to save your games, kids. Even if they're tiny little cartridges. <laughs> like that. <laughs>